It's time to get away. And to help get you there, it's Travel Bags with Anita and Friends. From around the world to across Georgia, she covers it all. Here's the host of Travel Bags, Anita Thomas. Hello, 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 and welcome aboard Travel Bags with Anita and Friends. Thanks, you guys, for joining us today. You know, we are the travel show, which means we love to travel, right, Dr. Bill? That's right. We're going to go on the road and do some road trips. Well, you know, I always like a great adventure. You know, I, I love that. Let's go, let's go, let's go. I'm always ready to go. Well, we are. We have a lot of places we have to cover. We have to cover Cuba. We also have to cover Ben, Oregon. So we have a lot of good stories coming up. But today we're going to a pretty unique location. Well, you know, a lot of times, you know, I'm always itching to get back on the road again. You know, that's that's kind of my thing. You know, I'm home for a couple of days and I'm gone again. Yeah, it's almost like you were during the Pan Am days. Well, it is kind of like during the Pan Am days. You know, I hit the road and after being home for about four days, you know, of course, I'm, you know, always ready to see you and see the fur babies and friends and do things like that. But then it also means I have to wash the laundry, clean up, you know, do some things like that as well. But after about four days, I'm ready to hit the road again. Well, you are. And, you know, we still have those great places to go like Sapo Island in South Georgia and also the North Georgia mountains. But I think we're going to go someplace a bit further away than those places. <laughs> well, you know, you mentioned my Pan Am days and maybe that's a little bit why, you know, I'm ready to go after just a short time back at home. Because, as you know, many of my trips, I know I've shared this with you. I don't know if I've shared it with everyone else, but most of my trips when I was with Pan Am were three to four days. And then I'd be home for about four days and then I'd be off again. And that was pretty much my schedule for the whole 13 years while I was working with Pan Am. So my ideal time at home was usually just to get home, do a few things with friends, rest, and then I was back on the road again. But you know, I did have a favorite flight though that I would be gone sometimes for 15 days. Now, something to do with uh, the continent of Africa? <laughs> well, you know it because <laughs> you used to hear all of those stories of mine. And absolutely, it was a trip to Liberia, West Africa. And it was a 15-day trip. So we would fly from New York's JFK Airport with a stop in Ghana. And we'd drop off a couple of passengers. Then we would head on to Monrovia, or as we affectionately called it, Robertsville, because that was the name of the airport. And, you know, we would be there for a bunch of days, usually about five days. We'd be at the Robertsville Hotel. And literally, that was right across the street from the Robertsville Airport. So we'd get off the plane, walk across the street, drop our bags off, get a bunch of water, beach towels. And we'd go to the beach, and we would literally be on the beach the whole time. And barracuda, you know, would be our dishes for, for lunch and salads with tuna. I mean, you would have loved that trip because we had some really great lunches right there on the beach. Sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> Particularly when you catch something fresh and have it fixed up in a very simple fashion. That's some of the best eating you can do. Well, you know, that made the trip really great. But then after about five days there, then we'd head on to Johannesburg. And that was a little bit different because I was flying during the time of apartheid. So we felt most comfortable pretty much just staying close to the hotel. So we ate most of our meals at the hotel. If we did venture out, it wasn't for very much. And then after a couple of days in Joburg, then we'd head back to Liberia. And it was always a great time because we bring food back with us sometimes and hang out with the expats. There were lots of Americans and British there. It was just a great, great trip. So that 15-day trip almost felt like it was four days because we were having so much fun that when it was time to come home, it was like, oh, no, it's over already. But, yeah, so four days for me is definitely about the extent of time. 
Well, speaking about places that have a nice tropical climate and places on the beach, uh, and thinking of places like the Caribbean, we're going to go to a unique place to stay this time, a unique island that actually two islands that have a, a great special place in the Caribbean, and people usually don't think of them when they think of the average Caribbean fare. Well, you must be talking about my just got back from St. Kitts and Nevis. I love those two islands. They, and you're right, they're sister islands. So if you go to one, you can definitely do a lot of things on the other island. And they're jam-packed with just lots of things to do. I mean, they really, really are. Well, they are. They're about two miles apart. And they're nice islands that have a, a combined history, uh, great um, geography, and again, great, wonderful, warm people. Well, you're right. The people are very, very warm there. I mean, when you go to the Caribbean, I mean, that's what you're looking for. That's what they're known for, really, is great food. But certainly the people are very, very warm there. But, you know, a little bit of trivia, because, you know, the last couple of shows we've been talking a lot about trivia. Christopher Columbus first spotted St. Kitts in, in, uh, not 19, in 1493, but it wasn't colonized until 1623. Columbus actually passed right by it. I mean, he spotted it. But he passed right by it. Can you imagine someone passing by St. Kitts? I mean, there's no way I would just pass right by it. That's true, but it looks a lot different back in uh, 1493 than it does now <laughs> in 2015. You don't have all those resorts dotting the, the shoreline, huh? That's true. <laughs> but, you know, it was in a great position and still is. But at that time, it was really in a strategic location for the very valuable and highly prized sugar trade. And I know you know a thing or two about sugarcane with all the projects that you're doing. But, did, you know, that Christopher Columbus named the island St. Christopher, and there's a little bit of debate that goes back and forth as to whether or not he was naming it after himself, or if he was naming it because uh, he said it looked like St. Christopher carrying the Christ child on his shoulder. Now, when I look at a map of St. Kitts, I can't say that that's what I see, but hey, I'll tell you what I do see is I see a lot of fun, beautiful turquoise water, lush green forest. I mean, it is just known for all of those things. I probably think it's probably named after himself. <laughs> You're probably right about that because when you look at the picture of the map, I mean, it maybe kind of sort of you can see that it looks as though there's a tall person with something on their shoulder, but I like to think it's just a beautiful island. <laughs> when, you think, when you think about the great explorers of the time, I have to go on the Google and look and see, are there any islands named um, Christopher Columbus or Christopher? Well, that's a good question. A lot named after the king of royalty who actually sponsored and paid for these trips. But, yes. But uh, you don't see many named after explorers. Well, you know, the name St. Kitts really was a nickname, and it just kind of stuck, and it's now the name of the island. So there probably have been quite a few different names. But, you know, that's a good tr another trivia that we need to research that and come back and let everyone know, because when we do the Cuba show, we can bring that back on as some of our Caribbean trivia. That's true. Because Cuba is in the Caribbean. Sometimes we forget that it's a Caribbean island as well. And the largest in the Caribbean, by, by you know. That's true. That's true. But now let's get back to St. Kitts, though, because I had an awesome, awesome, awesome time there. The warm, cool breeze, the turquoise water, the friendly people. I mean, it is definitely the getaway. If you're considering one of those Caribbean islands for your getaway, definitely, definitely consider St. Kitts and Nevis because the two do go together. Now, when I went, I arrived on American Airlines, which flies out of Atlanta, and it makes a stop in Miami, and then on to St. Kitts. Now, Delta does fly there, uh, but it, it is limited to, uh, to the dates during the days during the week that it travels there. Now, when I arrived, there were four of us, four travel professionals that were traveling together. We were met at the bottom of the stairs of the airplane. And we were escorted escorted to an awaiting car. And guess what kind of car it was, Doc Bill? Because you know my favorite car. It was a Volkswagen Jetta. <laughs> I think that's your favorite car. My favorite car would be a Porsche. 
I can dream, eh? Can I? There's nothing wrong with dreaming. <laughs> nothing wrong with dreaming. But my dream came true on that day because what was waiting was a Porsche SUV that picked us up right at the airplane, took us over to a lounge, an arrival lounge called the UYU Lounge. And I'm telling you, when you talk about luxury and you want a luxury arrival, that U Lounge, I mean, it is just off the charts with, with luxury. When we first arrived and we walked in, we were met by a young lady who had refreshing drinks for us. Our passport and immigrations, all of that was taken care of for us. We were just kind of breezed right through without having to stand in line or check bags or any of those things. I mean, it was unbelievable how nice that arrival was. If someone wants to go to St. Kitts, they can have that same arrival as well. Just go to YU lounge.com and just look it up or talk to your travel professional and have them book it for you because I'm talking about real, real luxury when you arrive. It was nice. Oh, great. We'll come back and we'll talk a little bit more about St. Kitts and its sister island, Nevis. I love that idea. This is Travel Bags with Anita and Friends. So you guys stay put because we'll be back in just a few minutes with more information on Nevis, St. Kitts, and my wonderful time there because I just got back. But, Doc Bill, you know, we don't have to go all the way to the Caribbean. We can go right down to Sapelo Island. And that's Sapelo Island, Georgia, and that's spelled S-A-P-E-L-O. A great listener told me to spell that out so they'll know exactly how to find it. At SapeloIslandBirdHouses.com. And the phone number? 912-223-6515. This is North Georgia's News Talk, WDUN. <laughs> 